Welcome to another edition of MMA Gold Media Podcast, where every week we will bring you a summary of what happened in the world of the UFC. We will cover the most relevant breaking news, as well as interview clips from the most newsworthy personalities and fighters in our sport. Relax and listen up. Kamaru Usman just arrived in London ahead of his highly anticipated rematch with Liam Edwards at UFC 286 this Saturday, March 18th, and he has taken to Twitter to let the world know how confident he is that he will come up on top and regain his welterweight championship belt. He recently posted some picture of his training with Justin Gaethje and wrote, As iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. In their last fight this past August, Kamaru Usman was cruising along the first four and a half rounds, before having his world turned upside down with a last-minute head kick knockout by the Jamaican Rocky Leon Edwards. We are truly in for a treat. MMA Community Reactions to UFC Las Vegas 221 UFC Las Vegas 221 was not short of storylines. We saw the announcement of Rafael Asuncio's retirement after surprisingly being choked out by Davy Grant after the latter survived being in an awkward position in the fence. But what captivated the most was Merab Dalashvili's impressive pace and overwhelming win over the former bantamweight champion and number two ranked Peter Jan. Merab dominated the entire fight despite being the underdog, he swept the judges' scorecards with a dominant performance while racking in a record 49 takedown attempts, while landing 202 of the 401 total strikes thrown. Let's hear from Merab. Yeah, but come on, welcome anybody who wants to fight me. Come on, welcome, please. I'm happy. I'm happy. Here are some of the reactions from the mixed martial arts community. Aljamain Sterling said, Georgian power. Bilal Muhammad wrote, best cardio I ever seen. And Brian Ortega chimed insane. Takedown after takedown and still fresh. Islam Makachev celebrates lightweight champion Usman Nurmagomedov's win over Benson Henderson at Bellator 292. Islam Makachev has been a longtime training partner and friend of Bellator lightweight champion Usman Nurmagomedov. This past Saturday, Makachev appeared in the cage celebrating after being in Nurmagomedov's corner alongside longtime trainer Javier Mendez in the younger Nurmagomedov's incredible submission win over the former UFC and WEC lightweight champion Benson Henderson. Right before stepping into the octagon, you can see Usman's corner men, including Makachev, in the stands celebrating before joining him. While these two friends and Dagestani warriors are lightweight champions in their respective MMA organizations and have been seen sparring with each other in training sessions, there is no doubt that mixed martial arts fans would like to see them face each other in the UFC. Is Francis Ngannou signing with Bellator? As the former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou has let it known that he is looking to sign with a promotion that will let him both pursue his boxing career as well as continue with MMA. Rumors have started to circulate that Bellator may be an option for him. Bellator president Scott Coker this past week said, My guys have been talking to Francis. I know they met. I know Stephen met with him on the boxing side. Let's listen to the Bellator president himself. Free agent who's out there, I mean, do you have any updates on, on any of that stuff? Particularly like Francis, I mean, if, if, if you had a conversation with Francis, is he 
Is there a point where he'd be too expensive? Like, would he say a number and you'd go, well, we're not going to do that, so we're just going to move on? Listen, my guys have been talking to Francis. I know they met. I know Stephen met with him on the boxing side. I've always said that I think we'd be a perfect fit for him because he could do boxing, he could do MMA. But um, I, I don't think that, you know, there's any, anything close to a deal uh, being, being presented back and forth. You know, so, I, I, I mean, let's see what happens. You know, I, anything can happen. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that we're going to be in that business on the MMA side. Maybe for the boxing side it might work out. But, um, you know, to me it's like it has to be equitable for everybody. And, and that's how I feel. And Nganu and the UFC cut ties over a month ago after failing to come to terms on a new contract and the Predator has been actively pursuing a new partner. Nganu has stated that he expects his next appearance to be in a ring. There have been talks of potential fights with either Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder. Let's all see how things unfold for the Predator. UFC superstar Conor McGregor ranks amongst the highest-paid athletes of all time. Conor McGregor is undoubtedly the biggest star to ever compete in the sport of MMA. Some may even go as far as saying that he is even bigger than the UFC itself. But what we can all agree is that the Notorious is now the only mixed martial artist to rank among the highest-paid athletes of all time. The Irishman stands alongside Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Floyd Mayweather, and Mike Tyson, taking the 33rd spot as reported by Sportico with over $615 million in inflation-adjusted earnings. McGregor's career earnings reflect the combined money he has made from fight purses, his boxing gig with Mayweather, and the sale of his stake in his proper 12 whiskey company. We can only foresee Connor's earnings continuing to rise as the notorious keeps on reinventing himself and finding ways to leverage his popularity. Is Islam Makashev considering fighting Connor McGregor? Lightweight champion Islam Makashev fresh off his five-round grueling victory over featherweight champion and hopeful double champ Alexander, the great Volkanovsky, this past February in Australia, expressed his desire to remain an active champion and defend his belt as fast as the UFC got him an opponent. Makachev was in attendance at UFC 285 and was asked by BT Sport reporter Caroline Pierce if he would consider a fight with Conor McGregor and the Dagestani was quick to point out that the Notorious did not deserve such a fight. Let's hear what else the lightweight champion had to say. Your mentor and, and coach and brother, Habib Nurmagomedovas, fought and beat Conor before. Is that if we see Conor back at lightweight, would you want that fight as well? He not deserve. He not deserve if he beat Chandler or some of the guys. But if you see one, why not make some good money? Let's go. <laughs> right, fair enough. I think the red panty night, as everybody calls it. Henry Cejudo wants Merab as a backup at UFC 288. Bantamweight champion Aljamain Sterling is scheduled to defend his title against the former two-division champion Henry Cejudo this upcoming May at UFC 288, and the two men have been chirping at each other for weeks now, with Triple C even questioning the champion's desire to face him, suggesting that Sterling will back out of the fight before the event. Cejudo, after watching Mirab Valishvili dominate Peter Yawn in a lopsided unanimous decision at UFC Las Vegas, main event this past weekend, has taken to social media to plead his case for Mirab as the backup fighter. Why we don't make Mirab the backup at UFC 288? Why don't we do it that way? That way, it's both of these training partners, because I have a feeling Al Jermaine is going to eventually back out, so I'd want to make sure. 
Let's hear it from Sakudo himself. So, dear Dana White, I'm over here watching the number two and number three contender. And I tell you what, I got a feeling that Al Jizlame is more likely to kind of back out of this fight. Right, Yuki? So, that being said, why don't you give me Marat? Why don't you give me Marat? Since Sean O'Malley wants to wait, he wants to take his time. Why don't why don't we make Murab the backup at UFC 288? Why don't we do it that way? That way, these both these training partners. Because I have a feeling that Aljamain is going to eventually back out. But I want to make sure because this is be it's going to be the same game plan for both of these chumps. Wrestle, strike. Every time they throw something heavy, they go in there for takedowns. Anyways, Dana White, if you're listening to me, let's have Murab as a backup. New work, New Jersey, UFC 288. Because I want, I want both. If I can fight both of them the same night, they can both get it. Edwards posts a protect yourself at all time reminder on IG ahead of UFC 286. Leon Edwards took to Instagram this past weekend to remind the former champion, Kamaru Usman, ahead of their UFC 286 bout in London of what happened in their last encounter. Rocky, after starting strong in the first round against the former champion, even going as far as taking Usman to the ground for the first time in his UFC career, had begun to slow down in the subsequent rounds with Usman dominating him in both the striking and wrestling. However, after an epic pep talk from his corner before the fifth round started, Leon had a resurgence and in the last minute of the fight, landed a devastating knockout kick to the head of Kamaru, dethroning him of the title and creating an unforgettable moment in UFC history. There is no doubt that the champion comes in full of confidence, as heard in this clip from UFC 286 Countdown. I fought him twice, so I got a feeling of what he's good at. He's improved as far as his striking goes, but I don't think he is as good as what he thinks he is. I can knock him out and I can hurt him. I'm going in there to outclass him, outmaster him, and show the world that I am the new dog on the block. Dana White says John Jones would have beaten Francis Ngannou. Dana White has expressed that the UFC no longer will entertain any negotiations with Francis Ngannou and that he will never be part of the promotion again. In a most recent interview with TMC Sports, the UFC president was asked about a potential fight with John Jones and Francis Ngannou and White responded by saying, I tried to make that fight for two years, and let me tell you what. I think a lot of other people feel this way. I think that's exactly the way the fight would've gone if Ngannou was in there too. Let's listen to the boss on the rest of his thoughts about the aforementioned matchup. Um, I think I, 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 a lot of other people feel this way, you know. I think that's exactly the way the fight would have gone if he was in there too. Um, you know, him and Cyril had a five round war. And if Cyril doesn't go for that submission, Cyril probably wins that fight at the end of the fifth round there. Um, so listen, no. You think John's likely, do or I should say, you think likely Francis would be dominated just as Cyril was. And I, I wouldn't be shocked either if, absolutely. And I wouldn't be shocked either if, if he fights Stipe and then, retires and doesn't fight again. Bo Nickel responds to Chandler's criticism as next opponent is revealed. Although the Bo Nickel hype train seems to be real, as the highly touted prospect delivered an impressive performance in his debut at UFC 285 against Jamie Pickett, 
some fighters have taken notice and have expressed caution. Michael Chandler was one of them by saying, I think Bo's getting a little bit too talky for the average fan's liking. If it were me or his manager, I'd say hey, let's keep our nose to the grindstone. Bo took Chandler's comments in stride and appreciated that a veteran like that is already paying attention to his career. Let's hear what else Bo had to say to Ariel Helwani when asked about it. Thank you. Like, I think that there's a lot of wisdom in that statement, you know. Um, I think Michael Chandler is a fan enemy. I think Michael Chandler wants me to win. Um, first off, he said, my potential is exponential. So let's, let's listen to what he's actually saying. He's not hating on me at all. There have been talks that highly touted prospect Tracing Gore may be his next opponent, with the latter claiming on social media that he has verbally agreed. Let's see how Bo fares in this matchup. Kamaru Usman reminds Leon Edwards he was taking his soul prior to the unexpected knockout. As Kamaru Usman looks to avenge his stunning loss to Leon Edwards and regain his welterweight belt at UFC 286 this coming weekend, the Nigerian nightmare has been vocal about the fact that he has dominated Edwards in both their encounters, including the first four rounds of their last fight, before Rocky landed a picture-perfect head kick that knocked him out cold. I shake left, I shake right, and I'm sitting in the ambulance and they're asking me, uh, do you know where you're at? I'm like, what the Leon gave me like a 20-minute nap. <laughs> in a recent interview on the Pivot podcast, Usman said, This is the same guy that I beat up before. He's still going to be the same guy. I have to remind him who he is right away. In his head, he forgot about the four rounds before the kick. He forgot that I was taking his soul. Let's hear what else the former champ had to say. It's going to be a little bit more difficult this time. Because once you've broken through that, like in his head, he forgot what happened four rounds before that. He's like, yeah, I won. I landed the kick. I'm a champ. You know, I'm, I'm good. But he forgot what happened. You forgot that I was taking your soul. And so I have to remind him who he is. A guy that has let somebody take your soul twice. Henry Cejudo anticipates Kamaru Usman will make adjustments and come up on top at UFC 286. In a recent episode of Tale of the Tape on his YouTube channel, Sakudo breaks down Usman versus Edwards' second fight, and Triple C goes on to pull out footage of what he noticed on fight night that Usman was doing wrong prior to being knocked out. Triple C is seen telling Eli Abdelazi, Usman's manager, prior to the fourth round, he does have to be careful, man. Kamaru does open a little too wide with his punches. Man, it's a little scary, and that's something that he has to work. He does that a lot. Sigudo then goes on to say that Usman was fighting the perfect fight and he believes that if Usman makes these necessary adjustments, there is no reason he won't win the trilogy fight with Edwards and regain his welterweight title. Let's hear the former champion Sigudo in his own words. But other than that, guys, like rewatching this fight, like Kamaru Usman was fighting the perfect fight. Besides that first round, it doesn't matter because he was... You know, he put it to him on the second, he put it to him on the third, on the fourth, on the fifth. Kamaru Usman just happened to make that one mistake. Islam Makachev doesn't think the Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler fight happens. Lightweight champion Islam Makachev has let it be known in the past what he thinks of Conor McGregor, and this time was no exception. 
In a recent interview with the crew of Waiting In, Big John and Josh, the Dagestani fighter, shared his thoughts about the potential upcoming matchup of the notorious and Iron Chandler. They tried to make the fight, but it's not official now. I don't think Connor wants to fight with, because he's drinking too much, smoking all day, and he just can't. Let's listen to what else Islam had to say. If they fight, I think it's going to be 170. Maybe if he beat the Chandler, they're going to try to push him, make 150 fight, and I know they want to give him title chance. Well, do you want that? Brendan Schaub reveals the heavyweight dark horse to upset John Jones. Former UFC fighter-turned-podcaster Brendan Schaub recently named the heavyweight fighter, he believes, could be the biggest challenge for John Jones. John Jones recently came back to action after a three-year absence and not only became the new heavyweight champion, but did it in an impressive way dominating Cyril Ghosn at UFC 285 with a first-round submission. Schaub, speaking in a recent episode of The Fighter and the Kid Show, said, I think the dark horse that can dethrone John would be Tom Aspinall if he's 100% healthy with his knee. His boxing's ridiculous, his footwork, he's quick, good cardio, black belt on the ground, good wrestling. He's a handful. Let's listen in to what else Schaub had said. I think the, the, the dark horse that can kind of dethrone John would be Tom Aspinall if he's 100% health with his knee. Mm. His boxing's ridiculous, his footwork, he's quick, good cardio, black belt on the ground, good wrestling. He's a handful. Yeah. But he, with his leg injury, he still weighs out. But Jen, there's someone we're not talking about. You know who? I'm going to get excited. Brock Lesnar. Francis Ngannou responds to John Jones and Dana White's comments. Former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou recently spoke to TMZ Sports and addressed the comments made by John Jones and Dana White that the Predator did not want to face John Jones. He said, Look, I wanted that fight as well. I'm the one that initiated that fight over two years ago. I wanted that fight. But where was John Jones at that time? I don't know. Nobody seems interested, even Dana White. Let's listen in to Nganu's interview. And I wish I'd find happiness. Because I feel like there's a lot of anger, a lot of um, unsatisfaction on the other end, which I don't know. But I can't control that, man. I can just control me. Nganim famously left the UFC in January after failing to come to terms on a new deal. Nganim later said that low fighter pay and restrictive contracts were the main reasons for his departure. Kamaru responds to Leon Edwards' Usman is on his way out comments. Kamaru Usman gives a lot of credit to Leon Edwards for the spectacular head kick that knocked him out. However, he is quick to point out that when he hears Leon, say that he is going to open the door for Usman's retirement. He can't help but wonder if Edwards is overlooking the realities of what happened for the first 24 minutes of their last fight. The former champion said, I don't want to get punched in the face forever. That is very, very true. I'm not trying to do this for another 10 years, absolutely not. In that sense, yeah, I am on my way out, but I'll leave when I'm good, well, and ready. Until then, like the Wolf of Wall Street, you know what he said, I'm not going nowhere. Let's hear what else Usman had to say about this. He's going to open the door for me because I'm the king. He's going to open the door for me to walk. The
tomorrow. And I'm going to tell him, all right, you can come in now. You know, um, no, I, I mean, the, the funny thing about that is it's, I almost feel like he's forgetting what happened 24 minutes in the last fight. Don't you guys feel that? He's, you're, you're for, yeah, of course, it was a beautiful technique and you landed it, which I'm a fan of. I, 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 I'm like, damn, that was beautiful. Give him props for it, but you're forgetting what happened. What did you display in those two fights that leads you to believe you're a better mixed martial artist than me? Usman and Edwards have a heated exchange at UFC 286 press conference. Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman will be meeting for the third time in their careers at UFC 286, with both men having won once. There is a lot of intensity heading into Saturday's trilogy bout, as is evident in the pre-fight press conference when the two men interacted with each other for the first time since their last fight. Edwards has the leg up on Usman, as Rocky won their last fight with a last-minute, devastating head-kick knockout and had been questioning the former champion's future. Usman mocked the champion Edwards for the now-famous pep talk his corner needed to give in between rounds. He even mimicked the coach's accent during the back-and-forth with Edwards, saying, Come on, Rocky. Come on, Rocky. Don't let him bully you, son. Let's now hear the exchange between the two men. I've never lost in the UK, amateur or pro, and I will truly drive off energy of the fans, my family, my friends being here. And um, it's always pushed me forward to do well, and Saturday night it'd be no different. That was, you said, you said first fight, that was the second fight, that wasn't the first. Apologies, very much. What's the excuse for the first fight? What was the excuse for the first fight? What's the excuse for the fucking head, the head kicking up? I dropped my hand. Oh, There's no excuse. There was no excuse. It, Beautiful it, technique, it, it my is, hand came is. down and you landed it. What was your excuse for the three rounds before that, getting your head beat in? Get your head beat in. Your, yeah, coach the, your coach had to beg yeah, you. Come on, Rocky. Come on, Rocky. This man had them a worse. I left Come there on, Rock. unscathed. Not you one. Bully you, son. Not one fucking mark son. on my face. You're getting bullied, son. Is Conor McGregor getting a title shot at welterweight? A newly bulked up Conor McGregor has let it be known that he is coming back at welterweight and plans on making moves fast. And in a recent interview in the MMA Hour with Ariel Helwani, the notorious stated that he would like to fight the winner of the Edwards vs. Usman bout for the welterweight title later this year after he beats Michael Chandler. You win this fight, do you get a title shot? Yeah, I'd like I'd like so. I would like that. You get the winner of Leon and Kamaro? I may be I may be present for the card. I, this weekend? I, I, yeah, I had with the Black Forge, we're making moves with the Black Forge in London and I was scheduled to go out there, so after this. Gunny's also on the cards, it'd be good to see him live. Right. And it'd be good to watch that uh, welterweight title for sure. Ahead of their welterweight title clash, Leon Edwards and Kamaru Usman were asked at the UFC 286 pre-fight press conference what they thought about McGregor's comments, and Leon responded by saying, As the king, I welcome all challengers. Whoever comes can get it. Him and whoever comes next. Meanwhile, Usman said, I've always said I welcome it, so if it happens, it happens. What do you all think? Does Conor McGregor deserve a title shot assuming he beats Michael Chandler? Conor McGregor responds to USADA statements. UFC superstar Conor McGregor has fired back at USADA on social media by saying, 
I won't be scapegoated by this garbage organization. You are not the be-all end-all in this equation, you Sada. After the anti-doping agency addressed McGregor's comments to Ariel Helwani in the MMA Hour about re-enrolling in the USADA pool and denying the fact that the notorious claimed he had a meeting set up with them, Connor had told Helwani, I'm not rushing nothing. There's hurdles and whatnot, but we're in constant communication, and there's an interview scheduled and a meeting happens, and then it will be official. Let's hear what else McGregor had said. You know, much has been made of this USADA pool. Are we back in finally? Because that's when the clock starts to the comeback, right? Yeah, I mean, it just, it's, uh, I'm not rushing nothing, right? So there's, there's, there's hurdles and whatnot, but we're in contact. We're in constant communication, and there's a me there's an interview scheduled, and a meeting happened, and then it will be official. Okay. So, the, But the six-month thing is not... What they had said was, it's two clean tests. Yeah, yeah. And uh, off I go. So I'm... Uh, that's... That's why I'm not, uh, you know, I assume it won't be too long. You know? These last UCIDA statements can put Conor McGregor's comeback fight in jeopardy. However, Dana White and the UFC will always have the last word and a potential exception to the rule can be made. John Jones casts doubt on the Stipe Miocic fight and Stipe reacts. John Jones is scheduled to defend his heavyweight title for the first time this upcoming July as the headliner for International Fight Week against Stipe Miocic. In a twist of events, Jones took to Twitter this week to accuse Miocic of ducking him in the past and stalling to sign the contract for their upcoming fight. Bones went as far as questioning Miocic's desire to face him, saying, Bro, it's simple. Either you believe in yourself or you don't. Either you want this challenge or you don't. Stop wasting everyone's time. As of right now, it's uncertain what exactly is happening in negotiations but Jones obviously thinks the Miocic fight may not happen. Stipe has responded to all this with a simple post stating, See you in July. That's all for this week's episode. Make sure to follow our show and tune in to next week's episode so you don't miss any details about the UFC. Thanks for listening. See you next week.